What's up, guys? Luis here. Welcome back to another episode of Winners Only, where we talk to people who are winning at life, business. I don't know what this guest is winning at, but we're going to find out. Today we have on Heather Curtis of Galindo Group Real Estate. She is the um, head of operations, or what are you? Director of operations. Director of operations, just promoted from the receptionist position. (laughs) Um, so yeah, you want to say, introduce yourself, Heather, and, you know, talk a little bit about your background? Yeah, I wasn't promoted. Um, first of all, I wasn't a receptionist. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Do receptionists normally sit at the front of the building? I mean, everyone likes to sit up there and talk to me. Okay. I was being sarcastic. She's not the receptionist. (laughs) It's just, we get, we have a very interesting relationship, me and Heather Curtis. Thank but you. yeah, um, do you want to, I guess, give me like a 30,000 foot view of who you are and how you got to being here? Because, I mean, we've talked about how we both used to be in the industry, service industry and we kind of worked our way into the business world. I did not hang out with Post Malone like you did. So my store is not nearly as cool. Definitely not. But um, how did I start? I was cocktailing at Cosmo, Cosmopolitan, okay. and doing real estate at the same time. And then COVID happened and... Uh, the clientele got terrible and awful, and I couldn't handle it anymore. And a job opened up here at Glinda Group, mm. working in the office, and I said, "I'm gonna do it." But you already knew Crystal from co- from um, cocktailing together, and then you obviously knew Josh. Yes. So when you got here, th- I think you've told me the story. It was like they were like, "What are you doing here?" Right for the interview, or like yeah, it was like, it was like a hell no at first, like yeah. absolutely not, and then I uh, just snuck my way in. And why do you think it was a hell no? There was a hesitation just because it is hard to work with friends, especially coming in, you know, Josh and Crystal's sense, coming from a space of leadership, and then having to tell your friend know what to do that gets a little muddy and then yeah. feelings get hurt and blah 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 and two and a half years later i'm still here <laughs> yeah well one like the, the since I, I've, I've been working with josh now what for like four months and i've seen your dynamic and it like so you were friends prior to working together or you working for him so mm-hmm. it's like was the dynamic was it that right away because i see obviously he's he's telling you what to do or you got in trouble or I got you in trouble. Like, has it been like that? Or like, was it initially to kind of a more friendly work environment? Honestly, I know how to, I know how to separate the two. Yeah. Like I know how to keep friendship and business completely separate. Like if we're outside of work, I'm not talking about work. Yeah. And when we're at work, I'm not talking about outside of work. Like yeah. I like to keep a really good separation and that's something that I'm really good at. Well, that's good. And, yeah. uh, and Josh has even said, he was like, you know, you're really good at separating things. And it's just one of those things that if there's something wrong and, you know, I do something wrong, I own it. But then I can't take anything personally. Yeah. Because this is just, a business. It's, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not a social hour where it obviously is a lot of fun working here. Yeah. But I have to, you have to kind of remember that there's a time and place for everything. And you kind of just have to know, like, yeah, when your work is done have fun i mean but don't do it at the expense of the company and you know don't milk the clock yeah (laughs) i do that's what that's one of the i think it's like good and bad i think like josh has created a a cool place to come to work but i also think some people can't 
don't have the like self uh, what's the word like self control yeah and they don't they come here and just to hang out they almost treat it as like uh like a clubhouse right and I see and I'm not gonna say any names but I see some agents who I know are not doing any business but they just come and they hang out and it's cool and bad I think if you're a, you have a solid work ethic that you can actually use this place to build yourself is great but I think it, it also um, enables some people to think that they're working when they're just hanging out. I think it's also, it's not even just hanging out, though. I think a lot of the agents come here to be around other agents. You want to be around, like, like-minded individuals. You kind of want to learn. Like, yeah. even if you are hanging out, you're still immersed in the culture, the whole atmosphere of people. You're listening, overhearing people talk about stuff all the time. You yeah. Know? Like, I learn something new every day I yeah. feel like when I'm here so I don't know if it's just them hanging out like maybe it is hanging out but I think there's they're trying a purpose to, to get they're just trying to maybe absorb because they're newer to the business maybe. right yeah or meet or just meet people and network like, yeah all of our all, all of our agents I shouldn't say that um I've watched a number of our agents who didn't know each other and then just from coming here and hanging out they are now doing open houses together you yeah. know like they're creating uh creating connections and that's you know a lot from just coming into the office yeah. which i think is cool and that's that's the environment we built though we have a we have a gym yeah we have a ping pong table like we want this to be the cool office where people come hang out you forgot podcast studio and we also have a podcast studio that is ran by a very cool guy molina <laughs> <laughs> but no i get that I, one of Leland. the things that i um i hear I mean, I think you guys are brand are trying to brand it is like new era of real estate. What does that mean? Because obviously it's like more modern, like you're, it's not suit and tie. It's right. like kind of cash, but like still professional. Like how would you describe that that sentence, new era of real estate? What does that mean for Galindo Group? I mean, it means not doing everything every other brokerage means. It means 24-hour access to the office. Um, if you need to meet your clients here on the weekend, you don't need permission to do that. Most brokerages... Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, those are their strict hours. You can't even get a hold of your broker or anyone in charge, you know, after those hours. We are, like, myself, Matt, Josh, like, we're accessible all the mm -hmm. time. The office is accessible all the time. Um, we don't kick anyone out. Um, we, I think... All, I I think just the different things that, like, we're charitable. Like, that's the yeah. era of real estate. Like, we want to be the most charitable uh, brokerage in Las Vegas. And that means donating to different chari charities that we're partners with, such as Olive Crest, Hearts Alive, um, Candle Lighters, um, just giving back to the community as much as possible. Um, and we're very vocal about that. Mm. Um, what else about the new era real estate? We have a gym. Like, I can't get over the fact that we yeah. have a gym. I don't know any other brokerage in Las Vegas that has an actual gym and it's not just a treadmill and a bike. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a weight rack. Like we have a Smith machine, we have cables, we have all different kinds of machines. It's not we just like a weights. hotel gym where they throw a few things in there. Yeah. It's like a legitimate little gym. It's like a yeah. legitimate gym with very, very, very nice equipment that came from the ridges. Yeah. We have, you know, beautiful lighting that we put together with our own hands. Yeah. <laughs> We did every. I think we no, did everything that's right. What, what you just said—that's pretty cool. Because like I think um, when upstairs was finished, it was like a blank, blank canvas, and I think a lot of the agents, a lot me, like a lot of us, we just like started putting stuff together with our hands. So I feel like it is like built by us. It's not really like obviously he hired contractors, right. but like 
they kind of gave us the skeleton and then we kind of like put our energy and everything behind it, which That's is pretty cool. That's kind of what we do with everything. Like yeah. The tree outside, we put the tree together with our hands. Yeah. Bare, well, this when year you could have gloves. probably hired some company, but it's like it right. just it defeats the purpose. And I think it's like you get fulfillment those, when you're doing those things and building the place where you will work, the tree that you're going to see every day during the holidays. It's like that is another way that I don't even know if Josh realizes it. Maybe he does. It's like that in itself creates culture because the people who put it together, they're seeing it every day. Like, oh, I remember when we put that tree right. together. You know, I guess like, I have scars. Like yeah. I literally have scars on my well, legs. Well, I mean, even coming in to upstairs, like I think it's me and Josh that put all the chairs out there together. So right. like, oh, I, like I put those together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It's, and seeing people use them is like cool. It's like I, maybe I'm like maybe it's like almost subconscious, but like seeing the work that we put into the building gets actually used by the agents is pretty cool. Right. And yeah. it's honestly, it's a, it's a sense of fulfillment, but like we're Vegas born, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not a big company. Like we started from the bottom literally yeah. and everything we've done has been, I, you know, it's been a labor of love and it's been a lot of hard work. Um, but mm -hmm. it's, I feel like a lot of it's organic. Like Josh got asked um, not that long ago who his marketing company is. And he was like, it's Heather and Ashton. It's literally Ashton makes the graphics. Yeah. And, you know, I do, you know, all of the pushing out of stuff. But, but I mean, even with that question, though, it's like now he's we've birthed a marketing company, right. which is right. cool. Right. Because yep. it's like it got he got so well known or Galindo, the GGs in general, maybe not Galindo group, but just everything that they're doing got so well known in Vegas that now it's like. Now you could even start helping other people, other other businesses right. grow, right. which is cool. I have a cool story. Actually, I haven't even told Josh this yet. Okay. Um, when I was at Durango on Saturday night, yeah. we met Jonathan Fine, uh, one of the owners of Fine Entertainment. Yeah. Parkway Tavern, um, they own, my gosh, they own so many, La Strega, they own Harlow, a lot of big names in town, yeah. um, Fine Entertainment runs. They uh, have the George at Durango. So we were talking to Jonathan Fine. And, you know, I was telling him what I do. He's asking, where do you work? What do you do? I was like, oh, I work at, I run a real estate brokerage. He's like, oh, which one? And I said, Galindo Group Real Estate. He's like, I've seen your guys' billboards. Hmm. Like, that's cool. Like, yeah. this guy's this guy's running, you know, so many. Like, giant businesses. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, like, I know you, I know you guys. Like, yeah. I see your billboards. Like, that was huge. Yeah. So. Well, Josh was talking about that, how, like, people assume that, there's this giant team behind this building because you're kind of seeing them everywhere. And when it's like, no, it's really literally now ran what there's probably like six people max on this team. Yeah. That's like really making the face of it put everywhere. Obviously like you got Matt on the real estate side, you on the brokerage side, like fucking Josh on the media side. Like, so it's cool. It's like, yeah. there's only like so many heads of this serpent, but everybody assumes that it's like this big company, this no. big, Maybe it is like a big company. Everybody assumes it's a big team doing what is happening. No, and I think whenever we try to introduce anyone else into that, like it's just too many cooks in the kitchen. I what think. Do you mean? I think when you have too many people, like I think our team is the perfect size right now. Like yeah. I don't, I couldn't see us adding to it. And I think we had a at one point we had like fourteen people. Yeah. And now we have six or seven, and I feel like this is like. Such a, such a comfortable space, yeah. you know? Well, even I even felt that, like, when I was um, kind of forcing my way in, I was like, yo, like, is there room? And I even told Josh that. I was like, because I was like, yo, like, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. Because, like, Galindo Media was born, and then you guys were having meetings about, like, I think it was Trunk or Tree at the time. And then I was like, yo, look, like, if you're going to have me running one of the companies, I need to be there. 
And then I was like, well, we'll see the room at the table. But I just kind of showed up and I was just like, what's up? And there, and there was a chair for you. Yeah. So. yeah no. And, and I'm grateful for that. It was cool. And I don't know. It feels like I was welcome with with open arms, which is nice. But it's like I do feel like if you don't fit the culture, it's very obvious really soon. Right. So it's like and I noticed that right away. I was like, OK, cool. Like I can get along with them. And at the beginning, I even told Josh, I was like, "Yo, like, actually, no, I didn't tell Josh. I don't think I vocalized this. I was like, I was a little concerned that I wouldn't like fit in. And that's why I was like a little hesitant to like really do this thing. And I was like, but yeah, it worked right. out. So We're not we for everybody. And that's, and that's fine. Yeah. And everybody's not for us. And yeah. that's okay. And you know, but it's... you, but I'm for you, Heather. I, oh, that sounded you're really for the romantic. You are for the streets. Sure. <laughs> mm. But anyways, I don't know. I feel like it's uh Sounds cliche, but like I do feel like I've been here longer than I have because it's only been like two months, three months. It does seem like a lot longer than it feels like it really f does feel like a lot longer than that. And like it's only been two months because I got here first of October and it's, it's it's been like two months and two weeks. When did we go to Brian Head? Beginning of September. Yeah. 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 But that, but and that, then you that, didn't even. But Galindo Media was born, but or the idea was born, but nothing had we were still waiting for upstairs to be right. Built. Yeah. So like I wasn't hanging out here because I was still shutting down my other business. So I was still working on my other building until that was shut down. I turned in the keys to that end of September. And then literally October 1st, I remember committing mentally to being here every day. And then I just started working down in the little where the agents work. Uh -huh. I was just working there out of my laptop starting October 1st. And now you're here literally every day. Yeah, sometimes before you and sometimes after you, which is, I don't know, I, I take pride in that. I've always done, even in sports, like I, I always like being the first one there. Like, I don't know, it's just like a pride thing, maybe, I don't know. It's... Yeah, so I just I know. know I have work harder than Leland for sure. <laughs> but anyways, nobody works harder than Leland. Yeah, nobody markets harder than Leland. So I mean, you're obviously being director of ops, right? The goal right now that I keep hearing Josh repeat is 150 agents. 150. Once you get to 150, what's the plan? What 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 do you see happening? I think we just we ride it out at 150 and kind of just see how we're feeling. And, you know, we don't want our attention that we currently have on our agents now to diminish because we have more agents. I think we're going to, we're going to sit at 150 mm -hmm. and see how it feels and kind of gauge everything from there. And then once, you know, hang out there and as you know, cause I know once, once we hit 150, we're going to get bombarded Cause then it's gonna be like a oh we're not taking any agents yeah now. we want to be a part There's of a that way to list. yeah so yeah. Um, I think that's something that's gonna happen um, but we'll just kind of have to play it by ear um, but we want 150 killers yeah so. well that's one thing I heard Josh says like get to 150 and then it's not more getting more numbers it's more sharpening those agents that's because yeah. like there's a lot of agents now and I mean and it's just part of the industry a lot of agents don't do any business right. So it's like, okay, I don't want to have 150 agents. I want to have 150 fucking killers, right? right. So it's like, once you have those 150 agents here, what do you think? Because right now you guys are doing, what, Tuesday talks and Thursday talks, so that's helping the agents. What more can you do for the agents once you hit that 150? That way agents who are thinking about joining, what can they look forward to once that number has been met? I mean, we want to obviously do more stuff with the community. And yeah. I think with more hands in the pot. Talk about media. We... <laughs> We want to build our media brand and, you know, but the, I think having a, a podcast area is a big draw because everybody wants to do a, do a podcast nowadays. Yeah. Like it's, 
it's the thing or even just to film content for their social media. You don't have to have a full podcast to do that. Like yeah. you can, you know, film in here or whatever. But um, I think once we hit 150 agents, we nurture the agents that we have. We, you know, keep pushing them up. And then I think as you do that, everything else just settles, you know, how it's supposed to. So that means Glendo Media picking up steam. That means Glendo Gives, you know, being able to raise more money and do more things in the community. That means Glendo Group Cash Offers um, and Glendo Group Team Investments are able to invest in, you know, flip more houses. More flipped houses means more opportunities, you know, for our agents to sell a product or do an open house, you know, film content. Mm -hmm. um, I think it all kind of just goes full circle. And, you know, it helps us, you know, with our Golden Knights partnership too, like having, you know, our agents wearing the Glinda Group Golden Knights, you know, yeah. gear. Yeah, that's that's pretty. They tell us all the time. We love it that Golden yeah. Knights, they tell us how, like, how well we market them. Yeah. We, they should be paying us. Yeah. No, I <laughs> think I think so. I mean, I remember it's the, that's the funny part is when uh, when you guys announced the partnership here at the broker, Josh had already told us like our friends that you guys had that partnership, but it hasn't been announced to the public. And I remember I came to the announcement um, here and that was before I was living here. Right. That was before. That was August 3rd. Yeah. So I came to the office and, and that was the day that I told Josh, hey, if you have an office upstairs, I'll take it because I was already planning to shut down my other business. Yeah. So I was already trying to get a seat here before I even knew Galindo Media was born, which is, I don't know, I, I like to think about it. I feel like it's like um, kind of putting energy onto the universe type thing because right. I was like, I put the energy out there that I wanted to be here, but I knew I didn't want to be an agent. So I was like, okay, well, let me just sublease an office from him and I'll fucking start flipping. That was my thing. That was what I was going to do. If I didn't, if, if Galindo Media hadn't been born, I was already planning to shut down my other business. I was planning to either flip or wholesale, and I was like, okay, I'll just fucking get an office and start from the ground up. Um, I have, you know, plenty of liquid cash to where, like, I, I didn't have to, like, get a job right away or, like, I can survive. So that was my plan. I was like, oh, I'll freaking flip or I'll fucking wholesale. But I knew I was shutting down the business, and then somehow Josh mentioned the podcast studio, and then I dropped the idea of Galinda Media in his head. I, like, let it marinate for, like, a couple weeks, and then I brought it up again, and the next thing you know, it actually turned into something. Right. So I was like... It's weird. It's the power of manifestation. Manifestation, like energy, whatever the fuck. But I also think of the fact that's like you said earlier, you're like you're Vegas born. Sometimes I like take that as like a like a challenge almost because I'm like, well, fuck, I'm a I'm a California transplant. I'm one of those. Right. So I'm like, but I've only been here two years. So I'm like, okay, like I feel like in the two years that I've been here, I've been able to penetrate the right circles and the right the right people to get to to get a seat at this table. So. The thing is... Or what, or what do you think? Like, have other people tried to get a seat? At, I, the, I'm just saying it because the way you, you worded it earlier. Get a seat at the table. Like, I'm sure many have tried and many have failed or like, like yeah. It's all about, at the end of the day, it's all about who you know. It's, it's nepotism. And yeah. that's Vegas in general. It's every job that I've gotten yeah. as an adult was a direct relation because of, no, of like knowing somebody. Yeah starting with service industry, but it's like my first service industry job, um, I was a cigarette girl at the Palms, <laughs> right? And then I, uh, well, I mean, I guess I can kind of go before that. Um, I worked in the Wells Fargo loan department, right? Wow. And I was just like a, they called me the fax girl. Kind of like, <laughs> like how you call me the receptionist. Yeah. I would, I was the fax girl. Whatever, admin kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, ended up quitting there going and meeting, you know, amazing people. And ended up quitting there, going to the Palms. And that was like my first taste of the industry. Yeah. And met so many people at the Palms. Went on to cocktail other places based on people that I had met. Like it's everything's just a stepping stone. And the re the way that I got into Cosmopolitan was because I knew somebody. The way that I got out of Cosmopolitan into Glinda Group is because I knew somebody. Yeah, that I, I mean I, that's kind of a parallel in my life. I feel like every job I've had is because I was always good at networking, even in college or whatever. Like I've always been good at like meeting the people that I need to know, that I need to meet. And sometimes I feel like it's kind of like almost stalkerish of me because I, I am very intentional with my relationships. Like, and I told like, like Josh and I was like, Hey, look, like I met I like, I, when I met you, like, I was like, I'm going to be friends with this guy. Like I said, it like, I was yeah. like, okay, like I'm intentional with my shit. And sometimes I don't know if that's like a little stalkerish, but it wasn't just it Josh. A little bit it's like, like just yeah. in general, like I'll be very intentional with like my energy and be like, Oh, this person's cool. I need to be friends with them. How do I make them my friend? Oh, effort, right? Like, reach out to them, ask how they're doing, right. blah, blah, blah. Like, make it about them, not about me. Right. Type thing. And then um, it's funny. I was talking to Ron Woods yesterday. You know Ron. Yeah. Uh, he was, we were talking about the book, 48 Laws of Power. And the number one rule is to, um, to get power in a relationship where you're almost wanted is never make it about you. And I, and I, I feel like when I, when I first – like, when I first try to befriend somebody, I do that. Like, already subconsciously, I'm like – Okay, how do I make their life better? How do I make their whatever, you know? And I mean, even when I got here, I was like, I just fucking started showing up every day and helping, even though I wasn't making a dollar. <laughs> helping, talking shit. Talk, well, that's just with you, because I don't like you. Right. But, yeah. Um, let's see. So we talked about where Galindo Group's going. You're not actually doing any real estate yourself, right? You're morally just directing ops here? I mean, here. I try to do my own real estate, but... It's just it's just a lot with everything else that's yeah. going on. Yeah. I don't if I foc if I would have focused my time like I I have some stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. But nothing immediate. Do you want that though? Like I mean, it's a nice little bump, you know. Oh, like that yeah. commission check is good every once in a while, and I it, the thing about it is that it's tough. Like you know, some of my best friends are realtors, yeah. and at the end of the day, like. I don't do as much marketing or, um, you know, anything like that, that all of, you know, my other friends do. So naturally anyone that's going to buy in our friends group is not going to go to me because yeah. I don't, I just, you're, you're, you don't, you're not branding yourself as a agent. You're right. more branding yourself as the brokerage. Right. I'm yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like, but but then why do you even hold your license? Do you have to have? Would you need your license for what you do? Technically, technically yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, just like on the back end, and over, it's okay. yeah. But I mean, it's like if I like I have people, yeah, like even I I'll do rentals every once in a while, and it's only for people that I like know. Yeah. Um. So obviously, you have to have your real estate license for that, and then yeah, when I do, I do have clients, so it's like. So, it, yeah, so it's a slow game, it. yeah. Yeah, because that's what I always tell Lexi, because Lexi's like, she does the realtor thing, like, on the side, but mostly, obviously, you know, it's TC shit. Right. So she's like, I don't really need my license, but, like, I do, I guess, like, because we get, like, one-off deals, because she doesn't really market herself as a realtor as much as she does TC. Right. But she'll take a real real estate deal here whenever she wants it, whenever right. she can. The thing is, is if yeah. you just close one deal a year, you've already yeah. paid for all of your, your licensing and stuff. Yeah. So it's like... 
and I average, I think I average probably about, this year was really slow for me, um, but I usually do about four deals a year. Yeah. Which isn't bad. If you're not for, trying. Yeah, for someone that doesn't try. And like, that's, that's the same thing with Lexi. Like, I was just telling you, the guy that delivered our cold plunges mm-hmm. was looking for a house, and he, like, while I was getting the fucking off the truck, the, the cold plunges, he was like, oh, you guys are realtors? And I was like, my wife is. And then connected him. Now he's pre-approved and looking for a house. Right. But I'm like all off of him delivering cold plunges to the office. My Uber driver yeah. last week when I was going to Durango, yeah. she, I, I, we exchanged information. She's looking to buy after the new year. Yeah, and it's so like, but it's, it's always yeah. like, if you're not trying, they'll come randomly if you right. just talk about what you do, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, with the brokerage, that was like, I mean, not even trying. They asked me and I'm like, if it was anybody else getting hand, think about that. If it was anybody else receiving that delivery, say it was Leland, he would have been like, oh, here's my card. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. But it's totally. like, it's just like first come, first serve on those. And it's like kind of cool because it's like, it's just right place, right time. You really have to be at the right place at the yeah. right time. And you have to kind of have the right headspace too. Oh, well, Heather, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Uh, you Thank seem you. pretty busy. I don't want to take up more I of your day. Literally busy. Thank you for tuning in to Winners Only.